Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Derek Bridge here at Strike7Sports.com. This is another episode of Strike7Sports Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Brian Bottom, Leo the Seabury. This is another episode of Strike7Sports Podcast. But before we uh open up to the uh the main topics, which tonight is gonna be tonight is gonna be a pretty much an NBA heavy pod. We're gonna talk about the new uh transactions with concerning uh Brown's quarterback, Deshaun Watson and the big news today is that 20 of the 24 lawsuits have been settled, according to reports. And it makes it, it kind of puts a I wonder if it shakes things up in regards to the situation. Is that gonna, you know, soften the blow on the, the potential suspension? Is the NFL because that's still gonna be, um, there's still a ruling on whether the NFL. It's going to determine if the conduct was against um, their, you know, their code of conduct, their uh, their standards for uh, player conduct uh, off the field. Um, so, twenty of the twenty four lawsuits have been settled, only four remaining. Um, uh, I mean, the rumor is that uh, those going to most likely going to get settled as well. There is um, statements put out about you know, the the defenders not saying anything at all and. Watts not saying anything about it, but I just want to ask y'all: Do y'all think this uh softens the blow for a uh, a season long suspension for Watson or uh, this that suspension is coming, regardless of what happens? Yeah, I was, I was gonna, yeah. I think Shefty put out a tweet earlier today saying that this what happened today will have no impact on his suspension, something like that. So. I don't think it changes anything. Uh, the way I look at it, I've always thought he should have settled. So he just delayed the inevitable because you make case if he had settled earlier, maybe some of these cases would have come out, but less likely in my opinion, if, if it was, if, if he had already settled earlier, but uh, I guess he's a lot of people think he's going to get the year long suspension. I hope he doesn't. I think that'd be kind of harsh. Given what he, given what he, he basically, I know he wasn't suspended, but he basically just missed a year. But if they do that, that's it. Uh, and then my question for the Browns is, who would you rather have, Brissett? Uh, I can't remember who else is on their roster. Or I would rather have Baker Mayfield for one more year. But I, I feel like that bridge has been burned. But that, that's what I personally do. But we'll, we'll see what they decide to do if the suspension comes. But. Uh, Man, Deshaun Watson. You just got to be careful with these women. That's all. Awesome. I don't. I, I personally don't understand why he needed a massage therapist. But man, women—they can ruin your career really quickly. That's one thing I've learned. Uh, so you just got to be careful. But yeah. Um, I think that today's. I know um, today's proceedings um, reportedly won't have an effect. I think they should though, because the fact that he settled. I know it, it, it makes it look a little better. He still kind of, you know, is going to be a blemish. On, but it's still going to be a blemish on his record. Like, um, if you, in some people's eyes, and especially in a lot of women, in uh, NFL, women, people, women who follow NFL, they still look at him, you know, as some sort of predator, even though he's, it has been proven, that has been proven to be so. But personally, you know, the NFL, like you said, DB, it's about image. 
And you know, with a lot of these things that have happened, like with the Kaepernick situation, other suspensions that are from uh, other players, um, NFL feel like they have to let an example. Like if they let Deshaun play, and you know he gets no suspension, then it'll look like you know what you can do anything. But what's notable is um, after Michael Vick, I mean, got out of jail. Like I was thinking about suspension comparable situations. You know, Deshaun didn't do jail. He's not going to do jail time. Uh, Michael Vick, when he got out of when he got out of jail, well, I think it was at 09, He didn't serve a suspension. No. He didn't say well, back to football. Yeah, he actually did. He actually was was convicted of a crime. So, if if we're going off precedent, precedent says he gets no suspension. But but he's probably if I were to guess what his suspension would be, I would probably say over the seven game. I'd probably say four to six games because I don't think eight games half the season. He already like like you just said, buddy. He just missed the whole seventeen game season. So making a man miss almost. A, a year and a half, especially when you haven't been convicted of a crime, I don't think it would be fair. But you know, NFL is all about image. So you said four to six games? Yes, because first, I'm a I'm a big part of innocence to proven guilty. Like I know, and we and we know, yes, the image image is what matters in these sports, like NFL, NBA. They don't want these players to you know to be seen as guys, people who are above reproach and above the laws and above, you know, the, the norms and standards that we have for society. But at the same time, this man has not been convicted of a crime. This man has been convicted by the public before he has ever been convicted by a jury of people. And so I don't think that it's fair for us to label this man and suspend and, and keep him off the field for, for the long period of time. He's already been off the field for a year. Why does this man have to continue? Yeah, but that was different, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. I still know, DB. I know know you cannot relate the two situations because last year really was more by choice. Yeah, he was upset. This would be by force. And so, but at the same time, though, DB, I still, like, even, even if, let's take away last year. I still don't think this man has been this man has been convicted of anything. This man has been accused. Accusations don't make a person guilty, and that's what that's what's wrong with society. A bunch of people say something, we take it as fact, and we don't let people have their day. And Deshaun had his chance to get tried by the grand jury. They didn't find him. They didn't indict him. So that should have been like, okay, he's done with that. But I mean, of course, things came up afterwards that caused you know those rumblings to come back. But you know, each each accusation should be taken by its own merit, not bunched together because there's so many. If that makes sense. Here's my thing, though. If you do come down on him, like let's say, like you said, a six game suspension, six you know eight game, ten game suspension. Don't do like you did with the Ray Rice situation where you suspend him and be like, oh, wait, nah, we got to come back and suspend you for the entire year because that that's that, that's going to look bad. And if the, the PA let that slide, they, they garbage. They need to be – DeMora Smith need to be need to be, need to be forced to – force DeMora Smith to lose his job if that does happen. But I just think they're going – if they get it, man, I think it'll be 10 games, man. I think, I mean, people might disagree on this man, but I think that that set the the, the fact that he settled the settled today is like, hey, hey, look, man, we gotta 
got to close this up because I think it's going to get worse if he didn't. I think more lawsuits are going to come out, you know. But if you do suspend the guy, don't come back and try to suspend him for the entire year because your image is taking a beat because you're getting canceled on social media because people mad. And I'm not going to say any names, but, you know, certain, you know, at the the full of the network, you know, certain, you know, women over there going to express that outrage, things like that, because they're mad. You just you can't do that. You got to you suspend the guy for a year or suspend him for a couple games and leave it alone. And, you know, as, as much as people, as much as unpopular as this may, be, may sound, if Watson comes back and go and they go to playoffs, I'm not saying it's the right, I'm not saying what he did was, was right, was um, right. I'm not condoning it. People going to forget about it, man. They going to forget about it and they'll go on to the next story. It's going to be the next story, the next person they try to cancel and the next person that does something egregious, you know, so. You you just like I said, if you suspend him, stay on that suspension. Don't go back because people upset upset at the NFL on social media. Goodell cannot mess this up, and the player association cannot, you know, allow them to do that. They gotta fight it. Plain and simple. Um and I agree with you on that. And you know, something that you were saying that makes a lot of sense, like you said, they need to stand firm on that particular, like you said, we don't need to have if you give him Four games, like Ray, if I'm not mistaken, Ray Rice got two games. Yeah, then it's like six, right? And it was two games. Mm-hmm. He got three. two at first. Yeah, then it was like, nah, we got banned from the league. Yeah, he 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 didn't he didn't get banned from the league, but like I mean, technically he didn't. But you know, from a yeah. once that happened, you know, teams weren't gonna the Ravens yeah. weren't gonna cut him actually. No, they weren't. But you know what people – but the Ray Rice is different, though, because Ray Rice's play was declining, too. Yeah, now, and he had a video, and there was a video. Yeah, there, was a video. There, was a, mm-hmm. there is no video of Deshaun Watson, so we only can imagine, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we only can imagine what, what, what the – you know, what the circumstances of those occurrences. But, you know, right. I do think that um, Deshaun Watson, after this, you know, after this, you know, he needs to stay stay clean and stay free of all. He had, um actually Deshaun Watson is actually uh has a fiance and you know she's stuck by his side through all this and so you know you imagine you know being her and having the you you hear oh my man's been you know accused of all these things and she's still stuck by him and so you got to give props to her too. I don't think she cares. <laughs> Hey, when she saw that, check. I, I, I'll send you some links, man. I, I'll send you some links, man. I mean, I don't think she really cares. Yeah. If he mess, you go, you know, mess out, mess, you know, cheats on. But I'll send you some links later on, though. What's up with that? <laughs> okay. All right, man. Moving right along, man. Um. So, the Golden State Warriors won their uh four championship in uh like eight years, I believe. Four championship in eight years. Seven overall, they passed the Chicago Bulls on that in that aspect, and they won the series over the Boston Celtics four games to two. I said Warriors in six. I was getting a little worried, and it be, and it be, and you know, once the, the finals got started because of the way uh, Boston was handling uh Golden State, but they were able, you know, eventually, you know, got it together. Um, and this the experience just kicked in at the right time, but. 
what I've been seeing online, I want to get y'all feedback on this. A lot of, you know, I'm not, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I respect it. But I just see a lot of people, you know, and, you know, I would say that the radio, national radio guys, podcasts, you know, YouTubers, you know, all, all the content creators, independent, you know, whatever. But a lot of people are really, you know, discrediting the Warriors dynasty, bringing up a lot of, you know, what ifs and, what if Kyrie didn't get injured and um uh what's the other one? Kevin they didn't have Kevin Durant and they didn't really need him. Um, you know, one one theory that I, I saw was that uh if Chris Milton didn't get injured, maybe we have a, a Warriors versus Bucks series. That's possibly true. And you know, and Warriors probably lose the series, you know, because I don't think they can deal with a Giannis driving to the lane like that. Yeah, just that's their weakness. A big, they don't have any James Wiseman was supposed to be that guy to do that to solve those issues, but they don't have a big, they don't have a traditional big that can defend the rim. The, you know, they got together against Boston, but it is what it is. But can we just, you know, let the Warriors have their moment? You know, a lot of a lot of dynasties, matter if it's NFL, NBA, baseball, you know, soccer. You know, yeah, well, I won't say boxing because it's like an individual sport, but a lot of dynasties have that what ifs. You know, what if Brady didn't have the tug rule? The tug rule didn't occur for Tom Brady. You know, what if the um the 40 it was the 49ers dynasty? What if uh they did what if Dwight Clark missed the touchdown, the touchdown pass from Joe Montana? Um was the you know, what if the, the Saints what if uh the no call the call the, the Saints didn't have the no call? You know what? You know it's just everything. Everything has a what if, man. But you gotta let team. It, what's done is done with that situation. With regards to, you know, Kyrie. You know the Warriors not facing Kyrie and LeBron in that first championship. What's done is done. You cannot go back in the past and, and change it. it. It is what it is. The Warriors winning championships. I think they don't. You know we kind of people. I just see people kind of like discrediting the Warriors dynasty. To my opinion, what do y'all think? I'll take this one first. Uh, I'm kind of one of those people a little bit. But the first one, not saying they didn't deserve it, but a lot of things. Will, and look, every team needs a little bit of luck to win. But when you when you beat a team that doesn't have two all-stars, then not saying, again, they deserved it, they won it. But you kind of get that a lot of people fairly criticize them. And, and the next year, it kind of proved it. When they everyone was healthy for the Cavs, we saw what happened. Even though they kind of got lucky with Draymond getting suspended and Belkin getting hurt, but uh, after I think this, the lot, the first one and the last one, I think really, really makes me appreciate the Warriors because they did it the old-fashioned way. They drafted a lot of their players. They had a few good role player free agents. Made a trade uh, this time with Andrew Wiggins, but they did it the the old-fashioned way. And so you may, and then the Kevin Durant acquisition that just like made them unbeatable basically that that was what made them that made them unbeatable so if you add that that that's great that may f- officially makes them a dynasty but if you take away those two titles i still think this is one of the greatest runs uh the nba has ever seen and uh give credit to the warriors uh they, they did everything the right way and a lot of teams are going to try to follow them they're the gold standard of the nba Oh, man, just it's it's amazing to watch. 
how they've evolved. Uh, and as a Laker fan, like this, they kind of remind me, or someone actually, not the, the Lakers, but uh, someone said they, they remind them of the Spurs. Like they followed the Spurs blueprint. And um, Joe Lacob, when he bought the team, he said he kind of wanted to be like the Spurs to have not just be successful for one or two years, but have sustained success. And they've definitely had that under him. Go ahead, Leo. I would say that, you know, you know, this Warriors dynasty, it's 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 something that people like Brian said as a Laker fan, you may not like it, but you have to respect this team, man. This team is, you know, they built right. They built um from the ground up. You you started this started this started in two thousand nine. This was a six year process that you that, that culminated in your first championship. And think about this. Those Warriors teams, they all like you said were homegrown players. But and they also, you know, what's unique to me about this team is so many of these players, we all everyone wants to discredit the Warriors and say, Well, if Draymond was buying another team, he wouldn't be successful. If Steph didn't have Clay and, and Draymond, he wouldn't be successful. I mean Maybe that's true, but that's the beauty of it all. It's they're cohesive, and we and cohesion wins titles, and we've seen that. I so well, teams can't win. Nobody can win by themselves, and that's what people need to understand. And don't people try to discredit the Warriors and say, well, they they have players who wouldn't thrive, like I said, on other teams, or they wouldn't win without another player. Man, this is how this is what the NBA is. When you draft and build your team. That, Teams want to do this, like like Brian said. There's gonna be a lot of teams that are trying to be like the Warriors, like the Celtics are. Really, if you think about it, in terms they haven't had the final success, but they've had the. There will probably be, I'd probably say, aside from the Cavs when they were had LeBron, the Celtics are the closest thing to the Warriors in the East. But I mean, maybe the Bucks obviously haven't won a championship, but I'm talking about the Bucks. I mean, the Celtics have been consistently, I think, four conference finals in the last six years, so they've been there consistently. You know, it's just about them getting over. But the Warriors, they're just the blueprint. They're the standard. Everybody wants to be like them. The Grizzlies want to – if the Grizzlies have the, even a, a, a token of the success that the Warriors have, they'll be, like – they'll be up there. Because I think that's the team in the West that's next up that can be, like, most compared to the Warriors. But, you know, they have to they have to at least get to the finals and, and for sure win a championship before we even put them in that same, you know, sentence, if that makes sense. Yeah. You got any there, Brian? Yep. Yeah, man. It's um what's done is done to me, man. It's it is what it is. You know, the Warriors didn't they didn't face the clip the Clippers with a a healthy Kawhi and a uh, Paul George, um Terrence Mann. We'll never know what that match will look like. Maybe we find out next year. But Let's just give the Warriors their credit, man. Give credit to where it's due. Let them let them have their moment. I mean, you don't like people don't like it. It is what it is. But that's the pluses of that's the benefits of of building a um a successful roster 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 through the draft. You know, you draft well. Um, you can get you can add a guy like Kevin Durant. You know, it make that's like actually that was extra icing on the cake right there. They, they didn't really need him, but to me, when we saw the Raptors series, they did need him, and if they had lost this series, because we could, there's an argument that could be made that they needed him, they needed him against Boston. 
but Steph Curry, you know, rise to the challenge and um, put the team on his back. I remember that was a, a quote from Brian Winhorst. He was doing a, uh, a post-game coverage from the uh, the finals. I think it was game three or I think it was game three. And he was saying that Steph Curry is now in a situation in which LeBron is in in regards to the finals and, and how he has to put the team on his back. So – in that next game, I think it's game four, he had the 43 points. And the Warriors never looked back after that. Never looked back. You know, but I thought I wasn't confident they were, they were going to close on, um, it was Monday night, right? Tuesday night? Game six? Yeah, I wasn't confident they were going to close, but they, they came, they pulled it off. So, congratulations to the Warriors. Um, I think next year, I could be wrong, but I think we might have a uh, Bucks Bucks Warriors series. I don't know though. The Clippers. I think people have forgot about the Clippers already, man. People forgot how deep the Clippers are. We we have. Yeah. No, I haven't. And the Nuggets. Yeah, See, that's I, another I, thing. We'll I, never I, know. We'll never right. know. Yeah. We will never know. And the and the, and the, and the Pelicans. The not, the, not the Pelicans. That's not, yes, yeah. yes. The Pelicans. Let me make the playoffs. I feel about the Timberwolves. Yeah, Timberwolves. Yep. Yeah. yeah no. So they got some some good teams in the West, man. Yeah. I, but there's a difference between being a playoff team and being a contender. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some yeah, of those, like the teams anyway. you mentioned, they can make the playoffs, but winning it all. I don't think so. At least right now, but we'll see. Pelicans could be a Pelicans could be a contender this year. Like you know, that's crazy. They could actually contend for a Western Conference. They actually have a nucleus that's built. You know, especially you get, if they get Zion back, they showed me enough against the against, and we saw against the the Suns, and they put up mm. one hell of a fight. So they have they have the pieces to be. They just need to make. They just need to. They need to make a free agent move or two. But they're not much rearranging. They need to do. The only thing, but what you guys right. got to consider with the Pelicans, they're going to have to, the chemistry, they're going to have to build that. And so it's not, it's one thing if Zion is one, just a player you could just plug in and then figure it all out, but he's not that type of player. And so they're going to have to build the chemistry and, and the West is going to be tougher than it's ever been. That's why it's not a foregone conclusion they're going to make the playoffs next year, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Okay. Moving right along. We talk about <laughs> uh, what went down yesterday. Um, the Warriors had their parade, but the other news is that uh, there's been a uh, impasse, impasse, whatever it is, impasse between Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets in regards to his uh, his new deal. So I got a report from the Athletics, uh, Sham Sharania, about the situation. I'm going to go into details on December the real up real quick. So give me a second. When the NBA draft three days away and freeze around the corner trade the corner trade conversation signs and pursuits for all 30 teams have begun in, in earnest. Across the league, major free agents and potential free agents are being monitored. Chicago, Zach Levine, Washington's Bradley Bill, Philadelphia's James Harden, Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton, Charlotte's Miles Bridges, Dallas's Jalen Brunson and Portland's Anthony Simmons and more. 
but one of the most anticipated free agency situations involves Brooklyn's Kyrie Irving, who has a June 29th deadline on his $36.9 million, million dollar player option for the 2022-2023 season. However, multiple sources tell the Athletic that the conversation about Irving's future has gone stagnant between him and the Nets. An impasse currently exists among the parties that clears the, the way for the seven-time All-Star to consider the open marketplace, those sources said. All right, so according to um, the report from Shams, the Lakers, Knicks, and Clippers are expected to be among those interested, interested suitors if Irving leads. Irving has elsewhere multiple sources tell the Athletics. So he has – he lists the three – scenarios of how Irving can land on those teams. So I'm going to go ahead and go over them real quick. For the Lakers, the likely path to acquire Irving and reunite him with LeBron James will be Irving opting in to facilitate opting in to facilitate a trade because the Lakers cannot realistically clear up cap space to sign them sign him themselves. And a sign and trade would, would trigger the hard cap. That's making acquiring Irving significantly more difficult. If Irving would opt in Lakers general manager Rob Palenka will have to satisfy the collective bargaining agreement salary, collective bargaining agreement salaries matching matching rules, meaning if Irving's $36.6 million option was the only incoming salary, the Lakers could send, a, send anywhere from $29.3 million to $45.8 million to the, to the Nets and or a third team in illegal transaction. The Knicks likely path to acquire Irving depends on what the Knicks prioritize. Yarkers even with the salary cap line for 2022-2023, so it could be clear enough clear enough space to sign Irving on the maximum contract by offering all the salaries of, such as Evan Fournier, Alec Burke, Nerlens Noel, and Kim Walker. But the Knicks has also offered some somewhat all of those players to the Nets or a third team in a possible signing trade. The Clippers the likely player to get Irving requires him to opt in because they are significantly over both the luxury tax line and hard cap for 2022-2023 to satisfy salary matching. The Clippers will need to send out between 29.3 similar to the Lakers and 45.8 million to the Nets in or a third team if Irving is the only salary headed their way. The Clippers scenario is less complicated than the Lakers as the Clippers have a series of players making Eleven million to seventeen million to work with. For example, two or three of Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, Luke Kennard, and Ray Jackson going out satisfy the CBA's trade rules, and they also have a collection of young players like Terrence Mann or Brandon Boston who could also help sweeten the deal. All right, so those are the three scenarios of how Kyrie can land with the Nets, not the Nets, the Clippers the Lakers, and the Knicks. I want to ask y'all, just give me a bold prediction of where Kyrie can end up. Uh, uh, I mean, All right, go, go ahead, Leo. Go ahead. Uh, sure. Bold prediction. They go to the Los Angeles Lakers. And reunite with LeBron James. You're, that's the only – only play, only player that you ever been only the only time you've ever played in the finals was when LeBron James was your teammate 
You played in you played in parts at three finals. You you won on him. You have championship. You haven't made it past the second round without LeBron James. Why not? Why you, you tried you tried to win by yourself. You tried to win with another co-star. It ain't worked. It ain't worked. Like you you haven't like when it when the when the when the, they say when when it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it wasn't broke. He just was had an ego. I think Kyrie is eating a lot. You know, we know he's a superstar talent. He's eating a lot of humble pie when it comes to winning these last few years, a lack of winning. So I think, honestly, bold prediction, he goes to the Lakers. I don't want to see us give away Westbrook, but, yeah, that's going to have to be the trade. Westbrook and, you know, our pick for, you know, 2026 20, 20, and 2027, pick going to have to go in. And then Kyrie, one, dis- one disgruntled superstar, I guess, for another disgruntled former superstar. So Kyrie ends up on the Lakers and wearing Laker, Laker, uh, Laker gold this year. Go ahead, Brian. No way, no how with uh, Kyrie going to the um, Lakers. I just don't see it happening. If he comes out last, I feel like he's his personality and just he would probably be better playing for the Clippers because I just don't think the Lakers, Lakers fan would lose their mind with him. Unless if this is a different Kyrie in terms of his availability uh, that's probably the biggest issue why I don't think it would work with the Lakers because they need someone who's going to be the one thing to say about Russell Westbrook. He may not have played well this season, but at least you know he was available. That's the best ability is availability. Um, yeah, so I'd probably say the sleeper team it might probably be the Knicks. And the reason why the Knicks would be the sleeper team is because they're not a contender, but they could use that star power. And they really don't. I know he's not a true point guard, but that, that's really kind of what they've been. They've been looking for a point guard for a while now. And so if you could pair Kyrie with his Duke brother, R.J. Barrett, I think that that could really be a formidable backcourt. And at least he can make the playoffs. I think you add some pieces to the rest of that roster, that's a playoff team. Uh, not a championship team, but a playoff team. And maybe the Knicks would be fine with that. But the, the thing that people have been mentioning with Kyrie, if he was going to go to – uh, the Lakers or the Clippers, it would have to, he would have to opt in, then get traded there. Because if he opts out, it would almost, unless if he was taking a huge pay cut, that's the only way it could happen. But with the Knicks, he can sign there outright. He could opt out and sign there. They'd have to maybe move a contract or two, but he could sign there outright. So that's why I think if he's, if he leaves the Nets, I think he could just end up going to the Knicks and just, because he wouldn't have to worry about all the signing or the trade scenarios. He could just sign there outright and not have to worry about that. So it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds. I ultimately think when it's all said and done, he's going to remain in Brooklyn. But if he ends up leaving, I think it goes in this order, Knicks, Clippers, then Lakers. That That's what I would – the order um, of where I think he could get. Actually, in a sleeper town just thought of – Miami would be interested. I think they've had some interest in him for a while, uh, but I, I don't know how they would do because they just got Kyle Lowry. But uh, but teams, if if you want somebody, you'll figure out a way to make it happen. Uh, but yeah. Oh, uh, for me, that's for me. For I think the best situation for him is the Lakers and. Playing with LeBron James, you know, Kyrie. I, I like Kyrie, a good player, good person. Like what he stands for. But 
Like Leo, Leo said, you haven't really won anything since not being away from LeBron James, man. You try to prove that you could be on one, you could be the, the top guy on the team. You thought we're going to have that. You're going to be that in Boston. It never worked. It didn't work out. You go to Brooklyn. Um, for whatever reason, you made the decision not to uh, get uh, vaccinated. And, you know, you know, it is what it is. The team, you know, suffered because of that. But you made a decision. But I think the best situation for him, man, is, is to go to the Lakers, man. And I think that, made, that I think that's where he ends up. Possibly going to end up if the Lakers, you know, decided to go that route. Um, he already yeah. said that he's learned a lot since um, try to about him trying to be the man on his own and you know moving off of LeBron James and I think they've been defenses in that aspect. But uh, you know, I, I think that makes them better in the West. Don't know if they win the championship, but. We'll see, but in regards to the Knicks, like that, that'll that'll sell a good, the garden out. They'll do great numbers, you know, people in the seats and all that, man. But all you can get is a playoff spot, and I don't think it'd be a high playoff spot either. You know, um, you be you be in the playoffs, but you won't be anything like the um, the Milwaukee Bucks or the uh, I even Atlanta or. Um, Who's that? Who else is out there in these Miami, Boston? You won't be in any of those teams. But the best situation for him, man, is, is the Lakers, man, playing with um, LeBron James once again, in my opinion. Clippers, um, I think the Clippers are good with the nucleus they have. I think the Clippers are, are good. People, I think, oh. like I said, people have forgotten how deep the Clippers are. People have forgotten that fast. And I think next year they're going to remind us, remind everybody. You know, once Kawhi, Paul George get back, you got the guy terrorist. Man, this is a really deep team. But the best, I mean, if I had to make a bold prediction, I think he goes to the Lakers, man. I think he's going to go to the Lakers. I don't think there's no sleeper team out there that's going to, um, you know, become the, the top bidder for him, the top, you know, team to, you know, snatch him away. So I think he goes. He might go to the Lakers if I make a bold prediction. I think he goes to LA. I just thought of another team. Depending on how desperate they are to get another piece next to their star, Dallas would be interested. Dallas would be very, very interested. I just said that. Kyrie and Luca, man. Yeah. Nah. I just, Kyrie I just thought, I just thought that too, Brian. Like right in my head, fool. But I just try to think with the fit work. Like I was, we. I swear to God, we just had you and I just had the same thought. I just had to think with fit work on that. That's what I was just like. Look, that's the debate there. What's it won't work. It I think won't it work. could. I think it could. I think Kyrie nah. can play off. Who's going to play off ball? Though? It would be Kyrie. Kyrie. I don't think Luca can play. Kyrie ain't playing off ball, man. Kyrie, Kyrie not playing off play ball. Off. Think he played with LeBron James. LeBron James probably dominated the ball more than Luca has. <laughs> he can do it. He does have. He- he does have a point. And you know with Luca, he's gonna get his touch in him. Kyrie's gonna get his touches with Luca. With Luca being such a great passer that he is, Kyrie's gonna have a lot of great looks if he goes to Dallas, though. I would say that. But my thing is, if you make a move for him, how what everybody what's what's the supporting class gonna look like? You probably that's that's what you give up. That's what you give up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go. 
All right, let me get real quick. You probably wouldn't give it to him if it's just a straight up trade. Now, I don't know. I don't think they could sign him outright. They would have to move some contracts in order to free up cap space. But if you do a trade, you probably wouldn't give up that much in it. So the question is, you probably get rid of Brunson because you would have to get rid of Brunson and Dinwiddie. You couldn't keep both of them. But and then maybe one other piece, depending on how big the contract is. But I, I think it could work. But if I was Dallas, my number one option to place to Luca would probably be Bradley Beal. Then if I don't get him, then I may try to get uh, Kyrie. But we'll see. Okay. All right. Moving right along. Oh, so so my second part of this question is this. If this if this trade actually go all uh, goes forward, how does it affect Kevin Durant? And does he stay in Brooklyn? I have you to ask that. Nah. I I'd be staying. Hey, that, 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 yo, bro, listen. If Kyrie leaves and Kevin Durant say, Hey, I'm out. The free the offseason is gonna be crazy, man. Yeah, and you know, ain't no telling where he may sign. Well, K- uh, K- KD would have to be traded because he just signed an extension with uh, Brooklyn. Where would he pick though? I don't know. Phoenix is interesting because I don't know if you know. Back when Devin Booker was coming out, Kevin Durant wanted the Thunder to draft him, so I think he would want to play with Devin Booker. There's been a lot of noise. I don't know if y'all probably seen it. A lot of people in Memphis want KD to come here. So that that would be interesting. Uh, I don't know. He's not a man. He not, I don't he know. Not. I feel like playing hey, in Oklahoma, almost, excuse me, Oklahoma City helped in terms of playing in a small market. But you may be right. Go ahead, Leo. Go ahead, Leo. Oh. Um. You you talking about Durant? You talking about like what happened yeah. with Durant? Um, this might be. You know what? It's highly unlikely that he does this because I ain't gonna put name past Kevin Durant. The man's elite. He might stay, and, and and you you know how people say he never been, he never won, he never won a championship yeah. without. Could he, could he do? And they say, you know what? To hell with this. I'm I'm going to you know thug it out and try to see if we can go how we can do with this. Because if you take away now, okay, let's take away Kyrie and look at Brooklyn's roster. What is their strength besides KD and Kyrie? Like, what is they? What, who will be their next best player? And like, In would Brooklyn? you say it's Patty Mills? Yeah. Who would you say? Joe Harris. Hell no. Hell no. No, 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 Don't don't disrespect Joe like that. Joe, Joe he's good, but the playoffs. Yo, go ahead. That roster is not dirt of. That's when you have Kyrie. You know what? Kyrie leaving would actually help the roster get better overall. The team may get worse from a superstar standpoint, but the team, the roster can have a chance to get better because he's taking up so much calories, not calories, <laughs> cap space that, um, you know, that, that, that's, that prevents them from dealing with other players because they have a lot of holes. They need to find some. First of all, they need to find another shooting guard. A shooting guard. They need really Kyrie. You need another point guard. So they 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 could really use you know trade assigning trade somewhere because they could use the picks. But KD's hey. not like. But but I see what you're saying. He's not trying to stay around for no rebuild. Hey, 
What about this one, man? Left field. What if he goes to Chicago? KD. How go down the street. Yeah, but go to cross the hall to the Knicks. That'd be interesting, but Chicago. Yeah, but you gotta understand, like it's nice to think about, but they have to give something up because they can't just sign him. Well, they couldn't just trade him in the cap space. They have to probably either give up Levine, DeRozan, like maybe one of those, and even maybe add even Vucevic to one of those guys. So it's nice to think about, but like it's so much. There's so much complicated stuff that has that goes on. In order, but yeah, that would be nice in theory. But Kitty Chicago would be nice, man. Yeah, that but you're gonna, nice. but you're gonna be losing one of the other guys. So it, it's, I just don't think it works. But hey, crazier things. Hey, 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 if it does come up, if it does come up in the national media, y'all know where you heard it first. Yeah, you heard it from me. Oh, you heard it from me. I'll give you your flowers. You don't have to worry about For that. Real. Yeah, man. I'm just saying, but like. I've been hearing the chat. You know, we've been hearing it online, man, about if Kyrie leaves, KD can leave. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put nothing past it, man. But it's just like if that if that that does happen, man, it's gonna they gonna set the off season on fire, man. Like it's gonna be crazy. It could be KD watch. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. I think I'm, I'm done. Nah, I have nothing. Go ahead, Leah. I'm good. Good. You good? Hey, so yeah, good. James Harden, James Harden, where he goes? He stays in Philly. Yeah. Yes. Bradley Bill. I think he's, Yeah, I think he stays in Washington, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded later on in that contract. That's probably my prediction with Bradley. Bill. Anthony Simmons. Anthony. I just started hearing about him this year. Yeah, he's a solid person. I think he stays in Portland, but if they feel if they like, I don't know. Like, let's say I'm just throwing it out. Let's say they want OG and because there's been some rumors about that. And in order to get him, you got to pair the number seven pick with Anthony Simmons. Then I think, uh, um, I think that could happen. So, depending on the on what the Trailblazers want to do, I think he could be packaged in a deal. But right now, if I took that money, I believe he's a Portland Trailblazer. What about you? But um, but uh, I do think Simon stays with Portland. But uh, Brian, I have heard rumors that Lillard wants uh wants uh Portland to take a Shaden Sharp with their seven pick. Really likes him. Really wants to play with. Him. And Sharp didn't play any games in Kentucky this year, so. And they want him to. They, that's a guy that they, if they keep. They stay with that. He wants Sharp to be the pick. That's what. That's what they've been saying from the intel. But but um, I think Simon stays at, at DB. You just heard about him because really, after being a top fifteen pick, Simon's was just disappointing. Not disappointing. He kind of played in McCullum Shallow, but McCullum came. We got out of McCullum Shallow. Guy put up 20, 24 points a game after the All Star break. It was a really yeah, nice revelation. Too. It had twenty two. Yeah, at twenty-two, still fits. You know, he's 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 old enough to where he can you know help the team win, but young enough to where he can be a part of a future potentially post Lillard. So, I I, I would keep Simons and give him like twenty four years, like eighty. I give him four years, eighty-four million. That'd be like a, my max for him. 
That won't be bad. I agree with that. That won't yeah. be bad for him, man. That'll be good. All right, moving right along. Last topic. We talk about the NBA draft. And is there any like game changers like players in this draft? So according to the Athletic Sam Vicini, there are three top caliber picks in this year's draft. He has Jabari Smith, Polo, Paolo, plenty right, Paulo Banchero. Yeah. And Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. So I just start hearing about Chet Holmgren after the uh, the build up to the Memphis game against Gonzaga against Gonzaga. And Paulo Banchero, I've been knowing about him for a little bit. And according to his uh Vicini's mock draft, he has the Thunder taking Chet Holmgren, um, Jabari Smith Jr. going number one overall to uh Durlando Magic, and Paulo Banchero going to the Houston Rockets. So that's the top three picks going to one, two, three in the draft in that order. But I want to ask y'all about Josh Memphis is uh Josh Minu and uh Jalen Durant. Where do you think they end up? You can also maybe throw Lester. Yeah, Lester Keonis. Uh I'll I'll take this. Jalen Duran, I, I said in the chat, um I, he won't fall past the Knicks. That's what I believe. So somewhere probably in the maybe eight to eleven range, that's where he'll be selected. But if he falls past the Knicks, I'll be stunned. Unless it's like they trade the pick, then the team. But that's I don't think he falls past the Knicks. Josh Minot, I could see him going from the top of the – or from the back end of the first round and and then into the second round at any time. Or I could even see a scenario, scenario where he gets undrafted. But I think that's like the least likely. I believe worst-case scenario, he'll be one of the last maybe 20 picks – uh, you also got to remember, two, it's only 58 picks because two of the picks, I think the Bucks and the Heat, the two of their picks were forfeited. So uh, that, that's why there's going to be at least two players that probably should have been drafted that won't be because there's two less picks in this year's draft. But uh, Lester Keanu is, to me, is the most interesting guy because I feel like if he plays the way he played – in the back end of the season, he could be a quality role player for a team. Like if the Lakers could get, because the Lakers need three and D wings, I think Lester Kionis could be that for us or for any team. Probably he'd probably start out with a two-way contract, but depending on if a team really really likes him, they could give him an opportunity on their fifteen-man roster. But I kind of see him second round. He I'll be stunned if he's drafted in the first round. Uh, but second round to undrafted free agent. But I think Lester Giannis can end up surprising some people in the NBA. Go ahead, Will. Um, Duran, uh, I don't think it's past the Spurs in 10. Um, Jakob Perto is, um, is a big man. Um, he put up a career year. I think he averaged like 16 points a game this year. Yeah, 16 in round nine. Uh, the free agent, Duran um, will be the long-term vision at that position. Uh, if Pert if over would uh, leave, um, I think during goes to the Spurs at ten. Uh, might not uh, like Bada said, uh, could go between uh, a second round, late or mid to I think mid to late second round guy to undrafted. Uh, um, I think he's think think he's gonna get a, a NBA contract. Quinones, I was looking at some jerseys about him. 
Uh, I agree. I think it's a two-way player in this league. Um, like a two-way, like gets a two-way contract. I think he uh needs development uh, on his all-around game. And like my not too. I think no wouldn't be surprised if those guys are either second round guys or, or, or guys that go on draft but get two way contracts and spend time between, you know, the uh, the developmental uh, the G League and the um and the NBA. Uh those are guys that I think are not might not we might know what Quinones is at the, at the NBA level, a three and D player, so he might have a chance to stick, you know, sooner. Might not needs more development on his all around game, but there's a lot of raw potential in Minot's game. So I can see a team putting him on a two way, you know, just making sure he gets the reps that he needs to, you know, keep developing. Well, according to uh Vistini, he got he got uh Durant out to the Hornets at 13. And Josh Minor to the Cavaliers at 39. Wow. I could see both of those. Some teams, some teams is always it's always about yeah, that's always about perception too, because some teams have well, we know this. We're all sports guys. You know, when it comes to drafts, whether it be NFL or NBA, some teams like a player more than another player. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, the yeah. Hornets viewpoint on on during is not what the what the Spurs or maybe the Pelicans would would have their viewpoint of during. So you know what I'm saying. So what what they in each analyst grade of a player is different. So yeah. and the Hornets do have a need at center, a huge need at center that may be their most incomplete position. And so, but there's rumors that the Hornets may trade that pick too, though, to try to uh, save cap. That pick and Hayward might be gone to try to save cap space to get. Uh, Another free agent that you didn't talk about, DV, which I thought you would bring Ooh. up, was Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges is a huge oh, free yeah. agent. Huge free agent. Hey, now, and there's murmurs that Jordan doesn't want to give him a max. Those are real murmurs. He don't want. They don't want to give him a max, but he's worth it though. They don't want to give it to him. So that that their pick. May, they well, here's what uh, Vicini, Vicini said. You know, what? 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 Me? I wouldn't say anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So this is what uh Basine said on the situation with Duran going to Charlotte. So here we go. The first true center off the board with Duran landing in Charlotte and what is basically absolute perfect landing spot for him. He'll be able to run the run the floor and, and be a live catching option for LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball joining Miles Bridges as arguably the bet the highest flies team, highest Highest flying team in the NBA. One for the further note here. This is a good encapsulation of how difficult it is to find landing spots for centers in this class. If the Spurs and Knicks pass on bigs, the floor becomes lower. Do you respect for guys like Durant and Mark Williams? The appetite for true centers has ne- have never been lower if they aren't positionally vers- versatile on defense. So there you have it. That's the breakdown for um, – um, Jalen Durant is going to Charlotte. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see it happening that a lot of Charlotte people that I follow like Durant, and I could see the Hornets. They need a big badly. I just don't know if he – me personally, if I was running the Hornets, if I had to choose between the bigs, I'd probably take Mark Williams because he just has more defensive uh, – tools that can help you right away as good as darren is I, I i don't think he's better defensively as mark williams and i think that's what the hornets 
need a really good defensive center because uh, they really got to improve their defense. They improved their defense, their playoff team. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where the Memphis players go. Uh, but Penny's problem is Penny's done a good job with the bigs. That's the one thing you can say in uh, recruiting and getting them drafted. But the problem is the guards and the wings. That's where he's he has to catch up. Once he starts doing that, that then you can start pitching that more to recruits. But uh, yeah, yeah. And did y'all hear that? Uh, I think there's a quote I heard one day on the, on, the, on the broadcast during the, the tournament, the AAC, the AAC tournament, I think it was, or in a regular season. One of the commentators made a comparison of Lester Keones to Devin Booker. Did y'all hear that? I didn't hear that. I wish you. It was in the. Yo, it was on Twitter. I heard it. Oh. I'm like Booker. I think maybe in terms of maybe. That, I think I think I can understand a little bit of where he was going in terms of like maybe shooting ability, but yeah, that's the only comparison I see. Maybe being light skinned. Other than that. <laughs> That's the only comparison I see. I don't see any other comparison. Those are the only I don't see two it, I man. see. He don't shoot. He don't shoot consistently enough to be compared to a double bucket. He has a pretty jump shot. I'll give him that. He can get you a bucket, man. He's a get a bucket guy, but he's not like no like a devil bucket. So we'll see. All right, that's all we have for y'all for right now, man. Give us a like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Let us know how you feel. Um, listen to this on Apple, Spotify. It was a five star rating. Leave a review. That's not you feel, but the, the topics we talked about. Also, check out strike7sports.com for latest content on the NFL, the NBA, and much more. We'll be having uh, previews coming up in the month of July with the NFL and uh, college football. We'll be starting up college football content, also the Memphis Tigers content. As well, we're trying to get some guests onto the show, some guys you may have heard of before. So we're going to work on that. But that's all we have for y'all for right now. Have a blessed night. Peace. We out.